It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5 U.S. only. What is the sanctuary of sweet truth? It is a beacon in a storm of anger, hate, and misinformation. Here the truth is you are free to be yourself and stand by your own moral compass. Live by it, and you can be in the Life's Hall of Fame. The distance, you can run the mile. You can walk straight through hell with a smile. You could be the hero, you could get the gold. Breaking all the records, they thought never could be broke. For your people, do it for your pride And you're never gonna know if you never even try Do it for your country, do it for your name Cause there's gonna be a day when you're Standing in the Hall of Fame And the world's gonna know your name Go ahead Hello, this is Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. On the other side over there, I got Sugar Shane. How you doing today, Sugar Shane? Doing good, man. Doing good. Can't complain. Uh, uh, just a reminder. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to do our little rundown here. Just a little reminder. We are on Mondays live at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Thursday, at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course, you can uh, stream the show anytime you like on Spreaker. The link to our show is on our Twitter bio, real easy to find on Twitter, at Sweet Truth Radio. Now, we will be off through Thanksgiving week, and that following Monday, Sugar Shane is going to be out of town, so we won't return until about two weeks. To from today, yep. what's going on, man? I know you. I know you're bent about something. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, before I get to that, I do want to make mention of this Burger King. I love your hamburgers, but do us a favor when you order on the menu, ask do you want the whole onion or the half onion sandwich? Because I mean, my God, you could hold back on some of that onion. They put way too much in the damn Whopper, but it's a good sandwich. Really? What? Yeah, was, I went to get a Whopper today, and my God, man, I had to keep pulling onion out of the damn thing. It was like god-awful too much onion. It was almost like eating at the hamburger shack or whatever. <laughs> that, it was just it was unreal. Really? Okay. But uh, the beef I've got is with Facebook. Uh-oh. It had to be one of these groups, political groups or something, reported something, and I don't even know what the fuck it is, but it couldn't have been nothing because I ain't posted no nudity shit or anything like that, so it had to be some kind of fucking bullshit. So, 
they suspend me for three days. So unless they, I reported to the help center, but who the fuck knows if anybody ever listens to that shit. So I felt, no, I'm suspended till Saturday, where I can't like a post, can't share a post, can't do shit for a post, can't fucking post nothing. Really? Yeah. So I want to let you know. Somebody reported some post, and it had to be one of these fucktard groups I'm in. <laughs> now I'm not being made. I joined these groups in order to be able to give good banter back and forth between one another without having any grief to suffer any stupid-ass repercussions. Well, what, what have you been posting? I mean, has it been political stuff? Yeah, that's what? all I ever post in. Yeah. It's political shit. But I'm a member of a lot of groups and shit. All right. Mm-hmm. But I'll go ahead and let you know, five members of the group world. I have already left some, and I'm going to continue to leave a lot of these fucking groups I'm in. I'm done with all your asses. <laughs> I've had it with you oversensitive fucking people. And I'm not trying to be me, but when I, pay, I post something, it just don't happen to agree with your sensitive soul. And you're going to give my ass a report, and I got three days debunked on fucking Facebook, which I don't blame you 100%. I blame Facebook just as much. Because Facebook is the one that lets your ass get by with it. Because I don't even think they even research these damn reports. I think they just go, okay, we got a report. Ding, hit the button. That motherfucker's blocked three days. I don't think they look at shit. That could be, I don't know. I mean, I've never, I, I did not report anything. I did not post anything that I know could have been bad because I don't even remember what the hell it was. I don't even know what it could have been. And all of a sudden, I'm blocked. So I'm like, fuck you. So all the groups Rip. I'm leaving, the one, only ones I might stay in, somebody I know I can trust group, and I don't know which ones that even is yet. Mm-hmm. But like pages I'm fine with, but I don't want no more fucking group invites. Take in group invites, man. Shove it all up in the masses. Cause I'm not trying to be me, but I do not want any more. I'm so fed up with them sub bitches. I've been reported I don't know how many damn times for them things. Really? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This ain't the first time. Okay. So, no offense to y'all. So, in the next few days, if you don't get any likes or any shares of your post, do not be offended. It does not mean that I'm ignoring you. It just means that I can't do it or that, quite simply, I don't give a shit. But either one. Right, right, right. <laughs> just messing with you. But, all right. Get on with the show, bro. I just wanted to bring out everybody's attention. Oh, and I did oh. want to do this since this is the last oh, yeah. show before Thanksgiving. I wanted each of us to tell what they are thankful for a little bit in their life. I thought that would be kind of cool. Huh. If you got anything, I'm sure you do. <laughs> well, it depends. I guess I'm thankful for most things. I mean, uh, I don't have a, I don't have a lot per se. Uh, don't have a fancy house or this that or the other thing. Um, and I don't have a big family, but this all from the D's estate. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I do have. Uh, you know, my mom's still uh, with us. And she's doing pretty good. And I have a wonderful wife. I have a great wife. I probably got a That's wife awesome. I don't deserve, quite frankly. Not that I'm a bad guy, but, you know, she probably deserves somebody more dynamic than I am. And, uh, uh you set yourself short, man. Well, you know. But I think, yeah, and, uh, I, think you're, I think you're a top notch dude. Well, thank you. That's that's very nice. Just from what I but, know uh, of you, you know. I mean, we ain't been like best friends since high school or nothing. But I'm just saying, you know, just from what I know of you, you seem like you know. I'm, I'm better now than what I used to be in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, I'm not. I, I 
when I was in my early 20s, and I suppose this is true of most people that age, I don't know, I was kind of of a mindset that uh, couldn't do any wrong, and I I was very self-assured, and uh, I think I was kind of the victim of early success. Um, I just kind of presumed that it would always be that easy. Um, And uh, so much has happened over the last 20 years that I'm kind of the opposite now. I'm afraid to do shit, you know. Uh, And uh, I don't know. But anyway, I I I think that's what I'm the other way around. Mm. I I think I just fucked off the first part of my life mm-hmm. and now i'm trying to do what you were doing in your early years but now i'm older and having to push for against time you know what i mean yeah i wish that had done it a long time ago well you know it's sometimes well, later is better not that i would have done any better than you don't take that the wrong way oh I, i'm not i'm not, sa- I'm, not sa- I'm not saying it like that in no shape form or fashion but i'm just saying i wish that i could redo my life in a lot of ways yeah well Join the club, man. Yeah, I guess that speaks of everybody, though. But you know what? Uh, uh, there's a lot to be said for success coming later in life. I mean, there really is. I think you manage it better. I think you have uh, that's a more for sure. Yeah, I think I think you uh, you appreciate it more. Um, you you bring more others under your tent. So there's a lot to be said for that but anyway getting back to what you're saying I, I have a real good wife and i have a couple of really good friends um that i've had for a long time and i have some new associations you know you being one of them and and, and so i mean life isn't bad life isn't bad by any stretch of the imagination so i'm thankful for all that yeah sweet yeah oh uh, i guess i have to be started off with if i was doing mine, i would be thankful for my uh parents because they're the ones that, you know, had me. And uh, thankful for my aunt and uncle, which are really my parents, because they're the ones that raised me. Mm-hmm. Um, they took me in when I was nine years old. Um, far as genetically, my grandmother is probably the one I'm thankful far most for. Okay. Because uh, she just had a great, huge impact in my life. Oh, that's awesome. There's probably not a day goes by that I don't think about her, literally. I absolutely love that woman. And uh, I can't stay, I can't even think about her for very long. I have to be honest with you. If my mind dwells there too long, it just takes me to a real low place. Oh. Because I miss her that much. So, yeah, yeah. But, um. So you got to turn that into positive energy. Oh, know? yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, everything I do, I'm trying to do it in honor of her, you know, that I know that if I did something, she'd be proud of it. So that's, right. that's, that's another reason. That's what keeps me going. So, yeah, I do do that. But I'm uh, thankful for, uh, like I said, my aunt and uncle, my brother, uh, both my brothers. One's my brother, and the other one's my cousin, but we were raised together, so we we're like, like we we're like brothers, you know. Right. And, uh, thankful for all my family, my nephews, everybody included. Thankful for my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been through with me for a lot. Uh, she's put up with a lot of shit. Yeah. Just to be frank, you know. Oh, I'm I sure. I ain't always been the best person in the world. That's for damn sure. Right, right. And oh, still ain't, you're and a I, good guy. And I still ain't a saint by no means. I ain't got right. a halo above my head, but I, uh, I'm a better person than what I used to be. I try. I hope so, anyway. And 
thankful for my kids. God, I love my kids. Oh, yeah, you should be, yeah. Uh, I, I got words, can't even explain it. I love both of them dearly. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, thankful just for uh, my in-laws, that they're not outlaws. Uh, <laughs> mm. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm thankful that for some, for for the most part, certain aspects of it can be argued, but for the f- most part, we still live in a country that's free. Oh yeah. I mean, we could be in a hell of a lot worse shape. These people that talk about how we don't, we're losing our rights and all that stuff. Let me tell you something. These people don't know jack. <laughs> they have no idea what it's like to live in a country where you lose your rights. None whatsoever. Man, most of those Matter people, of fact, they don't take the too small to imagine it. Right. Well, that's what I was about to say. Most of these people that are making these comments, and this is no offense toward anyone in particular, but most of these people that are bitching about these rights are just now coming of age to be able to require these rights. And Very I don't true. mean and I don't mean that in a bad fucking way. Oh. It's just unless you've lived it, you really can't fucking know it. Simple. Some yeah. things you can't get through education. Some things you just got to get your ass out there and experience. Take on the real world. Yeah. And, and hell, I know I got a lot more to experience. In 20 yes, years, I'm going to look back and say, what in the fuck? Just like I am right now looking back 20 years. Yeah. I'm going to look back at my 40s when I hit my 60s and be like, holy shit. So. Yeah. You'll do all right. I think I'll be fine. Yeah, you will. I think I'll do okay. It's just don't take time and patience. And patience is one of them things that's a hard thing for me to have. (laughs) So that's that's the main thing. Yeah. All right, man. Get you a part of the show started. I didn't mean to get into all that. I thought I just wanted to get. I just wanted to get tell what we were thankful for. And I kind of got off on my deal. Sorry about that. I got a lot to be thankful for. That's a good. I, I, I'm I'm actually thankful that I've got these cats. I got. I, oh, I, awesome! These, some people may or may not know. I my wife and I adopted these two cats here recently, and uh, they were in the uh, uh, you know the Humane Society. And when I went to check out, uh, there was this blonde male that I really wanted. And when I went there to check him out, he was huddled uh, with his sister. And the following morning, I had made arrangements to pick them up the following morning. Uh, they were still huddled together. So uh, we couldn't uh, break them up. So we uh, uh, we cool. took both of them. Yeah. And uh, they're they're great together. They they play together. They chase each other. They sleep together. I mean, they're, you know, I'm really glad we kept them together. But anyway, the blonde one is a hellion. He is an absolute hellion. And I'm telling you, he's fearless. If a grizzly bear got in this house, he'd attack it. <laughs> okay. And uh, last night, he, he's got this thing about toilet paper. Now, I, I don't know what it is, but he's fascinated with it. So my, my wife put the toilet paper in a container so he couldn't get to it. All right. Now, I don't know how he got it out of there. But I was sound asleep. It was like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm sound asleep, and I, I, I feel something, you know, jumping up and down on the bed. And I look down there, and he's got this—he's got this big roll of toilet paper, and he's got it all chewed up. And there's little pieces of toilet paper <laughs> all over the bed. <laughs> oh, wow! So I was too tired to do anything about it. So I—I I, I 
got the toilet paper from him and I put it under the cover so he couldn't chew it up anymore. And in the morning, all the pieces, all, in the morning, all the little pieces are were gone. So he must have ate them. Oh wow! <laughs> ate something else. What the hell? God, are you feeding that cat? Absolutely, he okay. eats like there's no tomorrow. I'm telling you, this cat. I didn't want to have to call the Humane Society on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he help, man. He'll, he'll eat your fingers if you let him. Um, th- this cat's something else. So um, I, I really enjoy him, though. He's got a uh, a very spunky spirit, but I mean, he can wear you down. And this cat, I mean, you know, most cats sleep. Most this cat is nonstop. Now I'm sure it's because he's a kitten, you know. But um, anyway, I, I, that was a funny story. Yeah, I like that. Toilet paper good. all over the place. And then tonight, before we started this show, there was toilet paper all over the dining room floor. And I, I, my wife gives him stuff to play with. I said, did you give that cat toilet paper? And she says, no. And we, she you know, came out to, to find out what I was talking about. Well, he, we have a, a half bath downstairs. He somehow or other got the toilet paper out of the, con- out of the holder and brought it upstairs. <laughs> Tore apart. <laughs> so, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I have to hide all the paper, I guess. I'm locking it down. Wow, anyway, that's amazing. I ain't never heard of such. I, you got me. Yeah, so, that's wild. One more piece of uh, uh, personal news, I guess. It's not really personal, but uh, your buddy, I know you're doing some stuff with SKO Radio. And uh, I did uh, I, I did some work with Earl today. Uh, I interviewed him and... Uh, we're going to do some stuff to promote the station. So, um, yeah, that's a, that was my first time at the station. They got a nice little setup there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's I cool. I think it's, I think it's a good, expensive, inexpensive move, you know, and, you know, and the, the way they got it all set up, I thought it was smart. Yeah. 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 So, uh, he, and, uh, it seems like everybody there's got a, you know, a good attitude going into it. So right. that's all good. Yeah. As long as we can maintain, I think it's uphill all the way. Just to yeah. be honest, I think it, I think it could be a thing that could be very innovative and make a, and be a good move if ever if everything's level headed. Yeah, all the way across the board. Well, we're going to get into you know today's uh, topic was uh, mounting allegations. Sounds like a porn movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just you think about it. It could be a courtroom drama with porn. Uh, oh, that's funny. All right. Well, anyway, um, yeah, mounting allegations. <laughs> you got to admit that's pretty uh, damn good. Allegations. Well, you should have seen the uh, fishnets she had. On there. Um, but anyway, there's there's been two that have really surprised me. I mean, nothing really surprises you in today's world, as we all know. Yeah, no, not anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, Weinstein and all these others. I mean, you know, I, I can, I can certainly these guys fit the mold, right? Okay. But today it comes to my attention that Senator Al Franken is now in hot water. This is according to Fox News, and I'm sure they're. <laughs> Being that he's a liberal, <laughs> they're probably creaming in their jeans over this story. But um, leaders of both parties in the Senate called for an ethics investigation of Franken. 
A request echoed by the senator himself, which I do not understand. What did he say? Yeah, we have to check into these things I did to see if I did anything wrong. Um, But anyway, the allegations um, apparently uh, came from a radio host. And she accused him of kissing and groping her during a USO tour in 2006. Yeah, I heard something a little bit about this. Not much. Yeah. So a lot of people, um, you know, making comments like comedy is no excuse for inappropriate conduct and da-da-da. Yeah, his, you know his reaction was what blew my mind. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, no, he's he's way on the left wing. I, I've, I, I've always kind of liked him. He, he's a... Uh, you know, here again, I don't have an ideology, and I'm not going to write somebody off just because they're labeled but a liberal. But I know you don't go in for that kind of shit. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm just about uh, his politics. Right. A lot of people are, are dumping on him because they don't like his politics, and this is a good excuse to rub his face in the dirt, and I'm oh. not like that. Oh, okay. You gotcha. know, gotcha. Um, I always kind of liked him. Um I always liked that kind of dry delivery head, and he said he was he was saying the day the politics, not the other day, but I was listening to him several weeks ago. He was on TV, and he was saying that uh, politics has lost its sense of humor, and he says everything is run through a dehumorizer now. <laughs> yeah, I agree with it. Yeah, that's a, that was a good term. I yeah, that. You I know, like said, it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, but anyway, he certainly does not seem like the type, and you know, I don't know if there is a type, but uh, he doesn't seem like the type that uh, you know this is going to be somebody who's doing those things. Now, here's one. Here's one that really surprises me, and here again, we don't know how. We, we, we got to be clear here on, on in all of these cases, we don't know exactly what happened or what didn't. Oh no. Shit. Yeah, we don't know Jack, but uh, George Takai is that how you say his name? Takai, Takai, the D E K, the the guy that was on Star Trek, the uh, the Japanese guy. Oh yeah, I think you're right, Takai. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, wow. Apparently, he is uh, being accused. Oh God. He he was uh he he's been recently accused and now these from what I understand he denies. I haven't heard this one. Yeah, he was accused of sexually assaulting a former model in 1981, and this guy claims that Takai groped him and tried to coerce him into some sort of a sexual encounter. And he said that he was trying to get his hands down his underwear before he managed to end the encounter. And uh, Takai here again has denied the allegations, saying that these events simply did not occur. Now, what's interesting, though, is apparently he was on the Howard Stern show and some of his remarks have resurfaced. And here again, this this is according to uh, Entertainment Weekly, I believe. Okay, um, and uh, they were discussing the then recently uh, 
allegations brought forth by uh, against Harvey Weinstein. And at one point, Stern asked Akai whether he had ever groped a man without consent. After a period of silence and then cracking a, oh, no, he said, some people are kind of skittish or maybe afraid, and you're trying to persuade. So when asked to elaborate, Akai then clarified that his behavior did not occur at work. And it was at my home, my home. And uh, then in a lengthy uh, post published Monday, Takai uh, attempted to explain himself, saying that the comments were distasteful and taken out of context. And he was apologizing for making fun of a serious matter. And he said something to the effect that uh, for decades I have played the part of a naughty gay grandpa when I visit Howard Stern's show, a caricature that I now regret. So, uh, okay. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. That, uh, you know, this guy. You know, I did catch him, though, one time winking at Captain Kirk on one of them episodes. <laughs> so there may be some validity to this, to this statement. This uh, news post. <laughs> well, you, you know, there's such a. Uh, an odd dichotomy to this guy because he certainly seems, you know, like a very affable guy, you know, very lovable, lovable guy. Um, and I don't know if you know his history, but his, you know, his family was uh, put in the uh, Japanese internment camps during World War II, which was an absolute abomination that this country committed. Um, just absolutely terrible thing. Um, and he's talked about that and, you know, you got to give him a certain amount of respect, um, uh, in terms of having to have gone through that. Right. Now, with that being said, this lovable persona that he has, he, I don't have the exact quotes in front of me, but he said some, he, he, he can get in his own little way. He, he, he can get some, he can get a, a few good jabs in the ribs, um, you know, when that uh, congressman was shot a while back, he made some sort of a comment about, you know, that there was, uh, you know, some karma involved because this one uh, congressman or senator, I'm not sure what he was, uh, apparently made some anti-gay marriage overtures. And uh, uh, George Takai made this comment that there was a certain amount of karma involved because apparently one of the paramedics that came out to save him uh, was an LGBT or something like that. And that may, may be very well be the case, but claiming something like that, making a comment like that, when the guy at that time was still in intensive care fighting for his life, was I, I, I kind of felt that was in poor taste. Right. You know, and uh, that, that's not something I would have done. Right. That's not no, something. It's I not a smart move. You know, and uh, it's a so, period. I mean, it's not, it's not yeah, well, yeah. I mean, claiming a, a tragedy like that, regardless of how it happened last year, you know, for me to say something like, "Well, I'm I'm really glad that Tom, you know, got shot. That's good karma on his part. He's he know it happened last year. He's okay now, but he deserved it. You know, that's yeah, that's, 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 that's what he said. Thinking. Yeah, that's not what he said. Okay, and here again, you, you, if you want to find out the details on this, research it. But in essence, I, this, the whole thing, regardless of how exactly it transpired and exactly what he said, I don't have that in front of me. But the the, the point is, is that it just had a flavor that I didn't dig. 
You know what I mean? But it certainly seems if I had to bet money, I mean, I, I never would have placed this guy as a predator. And I would have to say so far, I would have to say that um, he is not. I, I, I'd have to say I, this, this is an allegation that so far I do not believe. I, I don't because you don't know what happened. And I'm, I'm not saying it did or it didn't happen, but I'm just had to say if I had to bet money, I would have to say that whatever happened here was exaggerated. Right. But we don't know. I was kidding about the whole winking thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, just just to clarify, I want to put that disclaimer out there. And that was well, a joke. Just to be clear, we, we, we don't pretend to be, uh, um, you know, uh, the the final word of news here. We're, we're, we're basically BSers. <laughs> we talk oh, about uh, we BS about them. So. I do want to plug this in real quick because Matt let us know. Charles Manson, he said he heard is now on his deathbed. Uh, really? Yeah. So, um, if we want to take a moment of silence, <laughs> I'm just yep. kidding. Piss on him. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I just have to tell the truth. I mean, yeah. What the hell we lost? I mean, the dude didn't do shit but violate people and then and kill people. And have them killed, whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah, he was behind it. Mm. And sit in prison all his fucking life while we fed him three damn square meals a day. Mm. While he walked around doing interviews looking like a crazy son of a bitch. Well, he was crazy. Well, he was crazy, yeah. There ain't no lie about that. There wasn't no act. He's a certified fucking nut. But as far as I don't feel any like, oh, God, I'm sorry he's gone type feeling. Yeah. And if that's wrong of me, I'm sorry. But I just can't feel that society has lost anything. You know, you mentioned uh, on the last podcast about um, the uh, the the guy from uh, the NFL uh, getting that enormous one hundred fifty dollars and whatever else. Well, apparently, uh, now this is something that I got on NBC Sports, and they're quoting uh, the Wall Street Journal. Apparently, Jerry Jones, who is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, apparently he has said something that, talking about the league, the NFL has undergone unprecedented upheaval in the last two years, including a significant decline in television ratings, Increased advertiser discontent and high-profile litigation concerning player suspensions and decreasing ticket sales. This is not the time for the league to undertake massive contractual obligations, which are inconsistent with the league's performance. So, essentially, this guy agrees with you, Shane. Oh, smart man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is this is uh, you know in the uh, uh, in response and in the wake of Roger Goodell's contract, which you know you would need a parachute to jump off the mountain of money that he uh, was wanting to get. And what were you saying? He wanted a jet and all this other kind of. 50, he wanted fifty million dollars. Uh huh. The use of a private jet for a lifetime, and he wanted health insurance insurance for his entire family for a lifetime. 
Man. Yeah, that's some steep shit. Hell, I want that too. Fuck, you know. <laughs> Getting and doing is two different things. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. just. I mean, how could you even demand some shit like that? You know, I don't know. If I can't give you the jet, make it a hundred million. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Another thing that we talked about on the last podcast, uh, I or one of the last ones, we were talking about uh, tax reform. Yeah. Well, the House has, and this is uh, NPR. The House has narrowly approved a $1.4 trillion tax overhaul, clearing the first major hurdle in the Republican uh, attempt to rewrite the tax code. The vote was almost along party lines. With no Democrats voting in support of the bill and some GOP defections, so but that basically means is not all the Republicans voted for it. But anyway, this is uh, something they're going to try to get through. Now this is um, in the House, so uh, we're not exactly sure what the Senate is going to do with it. Uh, that is probably, according to this uh, post here. Uh, very much up in the air. What's exactly going to happen to it in the Senate? Now, I don't want to redo the whole discussion that we had, but like I said, some of these things that Republicans, and here again, I'm not a partisan, okay? But Republicans are very clever, just like Democrats are very clever at what they do. Uh, One of the things that Republicans do very well is do things in their best interests, and that means the upper crust of the economic ladder. They do things on their behalf, but they somehow sell it. Oh, yeah. Under the guise of fairness for all. (laughs) And a lot of people buy it. A lot of people buy it. Um, And uh, I don't know. It's a tough sell, just in their defense. I mean, they talk a good talk. Oh, yeah, they do. A lot of times, but it's just, they don't realize it's just like snake talk, like the Native Americans used to say. Yeah, well, you know, they, uh, they've they they've gotten this talk through many, many times. And actually, you know, they get people elected on the basis of how unfair the taxes are. Um, and... The people who vote for these for these guys, for the most part, are the very people who suffer the most from an unfair tax code. And uh, I just do not understand that at all. I just uh, this idea that uh, give the people at the top as much money as you can because they're the ones who do us all a favor by giving us jobs. That is very incorrect. There is an element of that that is correct, but this idea that we should just let the rich do whatever they want because we want them to be happy and can, and they throw us scraps of bread, and without those scraps of bread, we couldn't survive, um, I, I don't subscribe to that at all. There is a lot of middle ground on this, and I just do not understand how they constantly get away with making it easier and easier and easier 
for the people at the top. Oh, yeah. And as to us, the people at the top that run the country, as I've said on a previous podcast, I don't mean to be mean, but that's who makes, who makes the willing and the dealing. That's who's getting the votes. Yep. That's what it boils down to. Yep. Whoever gives to the, that company's charities the most or whatever the case may be, yada, 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 your campaign funds are going right straight to that shit. Yep. That's straight talk. That's just the truth. Yep. 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 Well, you know, um, a not married everybody's going to tell you that. Not trying to interrupt no. you, but not everybody's no, going to tell ahead. you that. Rush, Lim- you know, Rush Limbaugh probably would. He probably would tell you that. But a lot of these people on here, they want to sugarcoat shit and defend this and defend that. But what it is is what it is. Ace is, you know, get to call it Ace of Spade or whatever. <laughs> call it Spade of Spade. Spade of Spade, yeah. There you go. There you go. Just saying. Yeah. A married teacher in Oklahoma was arrested Wednesday after having a sexual relationship with an underage student. This girl was 22 years old and a science teacher in high school. And let me tell you, this girl's hot. You know, I don't understand. Yeah, I know, man. All of these women that come out are usually good-looking women, too. And where were they? Well, <laughs> I'm like, what? They'll be like Playboy models walking out. Hi. Yeah, I mean. Um, and they usually you know, get with some dorky-looking fucking kid. I, uh, when I was 13 or 14, there was this, I believe she was a history teacher. And I'm telling you, this girl was just, this woman was just hot as hell. I mean, I don't know what it was about her. Uh, I mean, I just, I mean, I, I would like break out into a sweat when I was around her too long. I mean, I was just, and I, can, I couldn't imagine, I could not imagine being with her at that age. I mean, um, Quite frankly, I'm going to be honest with you here, Shane. I don't think I could have handled it. I, I think I, emotionally, you know, I, I don't think I, I don't think I was mature enough to handle that. If I actually go back in time and 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 put myself in that position, you know, it's one thing to joke about it, but I'm not sure I could have handled it. I mean, it would have been too much. It would. Have, I, I didn't even really have it at that point in my life. I never was even on a real date. I couldn't imagine screwing this gorgeous older teacher. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm not sure what that had done to my head. Right. Probably why there's laws against it. <laughs> yeah, I laugh at, yeah. I laugh and I joke and I'll say shit like, you know, man, if I lived back then, you know, shit, I, I wouldn't hurt. You know, back when I was 15, you know, that wouldn't have been no problem today for me, you know, but you're right. Yeah. Emotionally, it would affect you in the long run. Yeah. Because the dude probably ended up falling in love with his teacher and really having an emotional connection. Oh, I, I know. I, I, I couldn't handle it and, you know, wondering who was going to find out and if my parents were going to find out. And I, there, there's just no way I could have. And then, and like I said, emotionally, um, I, I, I probably couldn't handle it. Yeah. I would have been a, a bag of nerves, an absolute bag of nerves. But uh, anyway, I, I just don't understand what these very attractive women are doing with these kids. Um, 
what's happening to them? I mean, that was that used to be the you know that used to be the domain of of dirty men, dirty old men. Okay, when when you when you look up the word predator, you you don't expect to see somebody that looks right. <laughs> like a lunchbox model. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, uh, that's just um, I don't know. I think it's an I think it's an underground crime syndicate doing it, doing it for the kids' lunch money. <laughs> I was sitting here, I was sitting here thinking about the lunch money, then the crime syndicate thing came to me. But uh, I don't know why they do it. I think the only thing I could think of is the I, maybe sometimes they get some kind of sick thrill out of them being able to get a kid to do that. Yeah, that's the. That's the only thing I can think of, and maybe they get some kind of, they feel some kind of power over that kid, over that student. That's the only thing I can guess. But uh, that's just a, that's just a psychological evaluation. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe some of these women, because of the fact that they are so attractive, they like to watch these these guys tremble. You know. Yeah. When they, uh, you know, they just, you know, fascinated with them or something. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, uh, you know, whereas you know, adult guy he might you know consider you attractive, but he's not going to act like you're the only piece of right you know, that he's ever had his entire life. No, so I, I don't know. Um, it ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, and I'm not here again. I, obviously, I'm joking about this, but uh, I, I, in all honesty, it's something that should not happen. It's something that should not happen. Most boys, in particular, I mean, I, 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 I was well acquainted with a number of boys my age during that time, and we all joked about stuff like that. But I knew damn well that they they couldn't handle it either, right. you know. Um, and a lot of them do end up, you know, getting on drugs and trying to kill themselves and everything else because it's just too much for a young boy to be exposed to an, an older mature woman like that and i'm talking older matures and you know 22 years old which is hardly that but compared to a 12 or 13 year old kid yeah you know you, you're you're an adult married person and you know you're 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 getting involved with somebody who's who's just learning about life right. you know who's just getting their feet on the ground and exploring their uh their hormones and uh you know trying to you know be popular with girls and Girls are trying to be popular with boys and on down the line and every other combination that uh, I don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah. Uh, Let's don't do that, dear. God help us. uh, Don't want to leave anybody out. But uh, the the point is, is that no matter what your inclination is during that age, it's something that's uh, very difficult to deal with because you're you're dealing with urges and hormones that uh, are very new to you. And having a mature person manipulate you like that and obviously toy with your emotions um, is a lot to handle. So uh, it's not something that I fully understand as to what their motivation is. Um, but, you know, some of these these very attractive women, they, they, they might as well go out and, you know, find an adult millionaire. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you don't need to be... Uh, uh, messing around with uh, you know kids that don't know shit. You know they ain't gonna get nothing out of them, you know, because they ain't got nothing. No, I mean, no. even and hell, even in cases of it being a rich family, 
Yeah. That don't mean the kid's got shit. That don't mean he's in, he, that don't mean necessarily he has any money. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like they're going to say we're going to leave all our money to our kids so that way that, you know, trampling hoe over there is going to get it. Yeah. You know, just about so, I don't know. Well, before we wrap things up here, we only have a minute or two left. I want to wish everyone a uh, very happy Thanksgiving. And yes. uh, everyone has a lot to be thankful for. Spend some time with your family or your friends or whoever means a lot to you. And enjoy the time off and, uh, you know, have yourself a good holiday. Yeah. Don't forget to get around the piano and sing the Thanksgiving hymns. And uh, <laughs> I actually read that in, in one of my son's children's books to sing Thanksgiving hymns. So I was sitting around thinking, I don't know of any fucking Thanksgiving hymns. Do you know of hymns. Any? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know of any. Yeah. Yeah. There probably are some, probably in some churches and stuff, but I don't know what they are. Shit, I've, hey man, take it from somebody that's been in church a lot in his life. I've never <laughs> heard any Thanksgiving fucking hymns. But come uh, on, eat some turkey. <laughs> I mean, fuck who tells me that damn shit? Who the hell's going to sit around and play listen to that, man? I don't know. But, but, uh, I was actually trying to sit around and think of something that possibly could exist, but I couldn't think of none. Right, right. I don't know. The only Thanksgiving movie I got to watch it the next couple of days that I watch every year at Thanksgiving is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because it was set during the Thanksgiving season. So I always like to watch that movie. I love that movie. And with that being said, unfortunately, we won't be back to November 30th. That's Thursday night, 11 o'clock. Billy, I'll get the show for us. Other than that, happy holidays to y'all. You anything, Billy? Go, man. All right, bud. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5 U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.